Welcome to Matthew's World of Wine and Drink, an educational podcast dedicated to teaching you all about the wines of the world, the different regions, the different styles, the different grape varieties, and the history and culture of wine. In this episode, we look at Languedoc, an independent, almost anarchic region, very different from the rest of France in its history, its culture, and its language, and still very fiercely proud of its unique identity. The very name Languedoc gives a clue as to its differences with the rest of France. France used to be roughly divided into two. The northerly part was called the Languedoc, which meant that the word for yes was oui, whereas the southerly part was called the Languedoc, where the word for yes was oc. And so that's where the name comes from, and gives you an idea of just how different Languedoc's history, culture and language is from other parts of France. It used to be very isolated, and there were certainly efforts to connect Languedoc to the northerly part of France, through the Canal du Midi, a long canal which connects Languedoc to Paris, but that didn't really help the wine culture of Languedoc, because Bordeaux imposed taxes on wines being sent up the canal, and so the wines did not um, spread across the country. But in 1855, the big moment for Languedoc was the introduction of the railway, and by this stage, Bordeaux was unable to impose taxes on other regions. So the railway connected um, Languedoc to Paris, and very swiftly as well. And so Parisians started drinking the fruity, easy-drinking wines of the Languedoc in in droves. And um, production quadrupled within 20 years in the Languedoc. And by the late late 1890s, the plantings of the Languedoc were massive. 40% of all French uh, vines were planted in the Languedoc. So really dominant in just a short period of time. And that's because the Languedoc has a warm, dry climate where grape growing is very easy and reducing fruity, easy drinking wines is very uh, feasible. And so that dominant position remains today, but but things have changed quite a bit. And that's because of the negative effects of these plantings. First of all, because of the overproduction, the red wines were thin and dilute, and they had to be beefed up with Algerian red wine, just to make them um, deeper coloured and give them more body. So that overproduction really compromised the quality of the Languedoc wines. And what also happened in the 1980s is that a wine lake was produced, and that's because the EU were giving subsidies to small growers and farmers across France as well as other European countries, and this led to a surplus of wine production because wine was being made that no one actually wanted to buy. Growers were simply growing grapes because money was given to them. So in the late 1980s, the uh, the EU brought in a vine pool scheme to eliminate low-quality, high-quantity vineyards. And so now, the plantings in the Languedoc have gone from 33% of all French plantings to 25% of all French plantings. So a huge amount of vineyards have been uh, pulled out in the last 25 years. And that's been true in Spain and Italy as well. And so now um, supply and demand are very much equal. So it's been very successful in that respect. But obviously it's had a huge effect on growers. These small growers who are given money to grow grapes no longer have that automatic income. So they've either had to give up on growing grapes or they've had to uh, move towards quality. And so quality in the Languedoc has definitely risen. There are now many appellations. In 1985 there was only one, Fitu, but now there are several and the number of appellations is growing with several villages um, in line to become their own appellation in the near future. Also important is the IGP in Languedoc, the Indication Geographique Protégé, and this is um, a level which has been introduced across Europe to standardise the labelling terms, and this refers to a regional wine which has a regional identity, but the rules are much 
broader, so you can use more grape varieties than are used in Appalachians. Yields don't be don't have to be as low, and you can also put the name of the grape variety on the label, which you cannot do with Appalachians. And so this is really important for the Languedoc. Of all the IGPs in France, 60% of them are in Languedoc, and this is important because it allows the growers and the producers to experiment, to do their own thing, which is what they like to do in the Languedoc, and also to continue to make good value, not too expensive wine. And as I said, they can put the variety on the label, and 70% 70, 70 of all IGP wine in Languedoc is single varietal, and often these are called so-called international grape varieties, varieties which are grown elsewhere in France but which aren't local to Languedoc. And then finally, there are still lots of small growers in the Languedoc, producing very small amounts of wine, which they, is not financially feasible for them to actually make into wine, and so and to sell it. So they sell their grapes or their wine to co-ops, who will blend all their different members' wines together. And there's actually over 500 co-ops in the Languedoc, a huge amount, and it has to be said, most of it isn't that high quality. So the climate and geography on the Languedoc, the climate is Mediterranean, because it's right next to the Mediterranean Sea. It's divided into plains and slopes. The plains are by the coast, and this is where the huge plantings are, so that's all about quantity. So very fertile, very easy growing conditions, and that produces uh, fruity, easy drinking wines. On the slopes, which gradually rise up from the plains into the hillsides at higher altitude, this is where the quality comes in, and this is where most of the Appalachians are located. It's a very dry and hot region. There can be as little as 400 millimetres of rain per year. But that heat can be moderated by the Mediterranean, but also by the mountains, which blow cool air down into the vineyards. And so that nice sweet spot of 200 metres altitude just produces the highest quality wines. And that altitude also has rocky soils, a lot of schist in the Languedoc, which again makes the vines work harder, producing more concentrated, higher quality wines. Great varieties in the Languedoc, there are many. The most important is Carignan, and this is important not quality, but so much for quantity. Carignan um, is a great variety which produces very high yields, and when it, that's very good for growers because the high yields mean um, lots of grapes, and if you sell the grapes per weight rather than quality, you get lots of money. But high yield Carignan is not that high quality, and it's tannins can be quite astringent and quite bitter. And so Carignan has been phased out uh, quite forcibly in uh, Languedoc, and so plantings are being reduced, with an emphasis on Grenache, Syrah and Morvedre, also Sanso for rosés. One thing about Carignan, though, is when the vines are old, quality is much higher. So old vine Carignan, of which there is some in Languedoc, can produce good quality wine. And it's still an important part of blends, because historically it's so um, significant to Languedoc. Also highly planted are Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon, and these are for the IGP level, so the famous international varieties which enable Languedoc to compete with other New World regions, which also produce inexpensive, higher quantity wines, and likewise Chardonnay for the white wines. So let's look at the different appellations of the Languedoc. And there is an overall appellation, the Languedoc, which used to be called Coteau de Languedoc. And this is a south-facing amphitheatre above the plains of the region. So altitude isn't too high, but nevertheless the vines are being planted on slopes, uh, which produces um, better growing conditions for higher quality wines. It's hard to talk about the Languedoc as one single entity because it's very varied. And so within the Languedoc AC, there are lots of sub-appellations and also sub-regions producing their own distinctive individual styles of wine, all about the place where the grapes are grown. So let's go through those. 
Uh, so first of all, we have Picpoule de Penne, which is the only appellation in the Languedoc dedicated to white wine. It's right next to the coast, which provides a cooling environment. And also the grape variety is Picpoule, which is in the name of the appellation. And Picpoule has naturally high acidity. And so the wines are very fresh and crisp and acidic and refreshing and easy drinking in uh, warm weather conditions that you'll find in the region. Uh, Picpoule literally means lip stinging referring to that high acidity. It's spelled P-I-C-P-O-U-L. Since the creation of this appellation, which wasn't too long ago, Picpoul in other parts of France has to be spelled differently, P-I-Q-U-E-P-O-U-L, to differentiate it from the appellation Picpoul de Penne. So just a bit of bureaucracy there. Um, all the other appellations focus on red wines, although there's plenty of white and rosé made in them too. Um, further inland from Picpoul de Penne is Pic Saint-Loup. Uh, this is on a steep escarpment north of Montpellier, producing high-quality red wines. And Pic Saint-Loup uh, is quite distinctive because it must be 90% Syrah, Grenache or Mourvedre. And so the style of wine is very consistent. And of course they've eliminated Carignan mostly from the blend. And so really emphasising the quality of the GSM blends. Also, um, a small village is Montpeyru, which is not its own appellation, but it's associated with quality because it's high up with rocky soils and low yields, also for red wine. And then another village which isn't its own appellation, which again is distinctive enough to um, kind of be known by its own name, is La Clap. And this is by the sea, and this provides quite a contrast to the other regions by the sea, because all the plains are by the Mediterranean, but La Clap is a coastal mountain, and it really stands out among the plains. And this receives lots of sunshine, and produces full-bodied red wines, but the altitude and the Mediterranean do provide a cooling um, effect, so they're not too rich, they're not too big. And there's also white wine made here, uh, and the white wines must be 40% Bourboulong. Like Picpoul, this is another Chateauneuf de Pape white grape variety, which produces high-quality wines, although it's not that well-known. Going into the Appalachians now, we have Fougere, which is at 250 metres altitude, and as, as, as is the case across the Languedoc, the altitude means rocky soils, schist soils, because it's mountainous. And this produces big red wines, like the Rhone, but a little bit wilder. Here, the Carignan is limited, so it must be a maximum of 40% Carignan, and Syrah, Grenache, and Mourvedre are all mandatory, so they must be in the blend. And so it's usually going to be a blend of four different grape varieties. And there's also uh, Sanso for Rosé as well. And then we have San Chinian. Uh, which is arid and mountainous, and this is divided into two reason, regions. To the north, it's higher altitude, around 200 metres, and again we have those schist soils, and the yields are much lower, producing wines with really firm tannins. And this northern part is divided into two other appellations, Sanchinian Bellu, which has to be 30% Carignan. So this is the one appellation which has a minimum Carignan rather than maximum Carignan, and that's because Bellu has old vine Carignan, so you have that quality and concentration coming from the old vines. And then the Sanchinian Rockbrun, which is a GSM blend. And then Sanchinian to the south is lower down at 100 metres altitude, so the wines are fuller and softer. Going further south, we have Minervois, which is an improving appellation, which has to be at least 20% of Syrah and Mourvedre. Also produces white wines, and these represent very good value. 
Further inland is Lemu, which is famous for its sparkling wine, and this provides a very good value alternative to Champagne, although the style is a little bit different, because one of the important grape varieties is Mozac, which has very uh, pronounced green apple aromas, which makes it more aromatic than Champagne. Also Chardonnay, like Champagne, and Chenin Blanc which again is more aromatic, making it a different style. Uh, we'll talk more about sparkling wine in a different episode. Lemieux is also is an appellation for red wine, recently created, and this is unusual because it must be a minimum 50% Merlot. And this is a quite light-bodied red wine because the climate is a little bit cooler because of altitude, but also because of the Atlantic influence from the West. So a much uh, lighter-bodied style of red wine than the other Mediterranean uh, red wine appellations. Further south again we have Corbière, which is um, near the Mediterranean, producing herbal rustic red wines. That's divided into three different different areas um, overall. We have the coastal area, which is near the Mediterranean, so a bit warmer. The mountainous area to the south, which is three to 450 metres high in altitude, so rocky schist soils and a bit cooler. And then to the west is the Atlantic influence, which again cools the environment down, especially at the higher altitude. And then finally we have Fitu, which is the oldest appellation, but perhaps the least consistent appellation of the Languedoc. It was created in 1948 when it was split into two different areas. So if you look at a map, Fitu looks very strange because it's in two different parts. Uh, the One part is the maritime part, it's called Fitu Maritime, and this is where Mauverdre is quite important, so right next to the Mediterranean. And then you have it split by Corbière, and then you have the inland part of Fitu, which is called Fitu Montagneux, so the mountainous part of Fitu. So schist soils at higher altitude, more interesting wines with a bit more syrah in the blend. And Carignan here has a maximum of 70%, so that maximum is quite high. Again, that can really affect the quality of Fitu, depending on how much Carignan is in the blend. And this is a, an historically important region, but quality really fell in the 60s and the 70s, and Fitu is uh, trying to get back to a higher level and establish itself along all the other younger, vibrant appellations. So that's the Languedoc, a very varied region, real focus on getting the wines to be much higher quality than they used to be, although there is still a lot of inexpensive high-volume wine made for Red France and the international market. So thank you for listening. This is Matthew, and this has been Matthew's World of Wine and Drink.